while walking my dog, Lau, in the town of Barrington. We were walking down a downtown street, and we came across a small bird sitting in front of a store window, still breathing heavy. went up and sniffed it and paid it no mind but you could see how tense and scared it was I didn't even realize it was a bird until after she had passed it over and my heart just cries for that kind of helplessness I, I don't know if if it was sitting there for some reason but this isn't our first time that we've encountered uh, some sort of animal out of place injured or seemingly injured or just sort of helpless and I'm not in a position to call anyone it is after midnight and late and it's such a small bird. I'm not sure animal control would waste its time, even if it were open at this late hour. I guess I just wonder and feel for this animal. I wonder why some things are just left alone and helpless and the beautiful innocence of that is heart-stirring and saddening and I feel for it kind of empathy that a person has not that I can know what it is to be a bird who's injured that has some large animal some large predator coming up to it sniffing it giving it a sniff and moving on clearly helpless to fly away or to do anything but breathe just heavy, heavy, heavy and uh, I guess the part that I empathize with is we all in so many instances in life feel like that bird just wants to fly away but but can't and stuck on the ground at the whim of the world and it makes me so sad 
to think that there are factions of the earth that are so cold and isolated towards this otherwise beautiful entropy and system that has been created which on the whole is so inclusive there are these integrated systems that combine and work together producing this sort of machine-like workability to the world the grand scheme of things functions in a co-existence a co-unison where there are there's certain systems that are completely contained within themselves yet work in perfect symphony with the other systems around it creating other systems and there's kind of forms a complex web of things a mesh in which everything sort of gels stays together moves forward progressively harmoniously but on these individual levels we are often left unable to move with those self-contained entropic systems me wondering whether or not this was all set up with the intention that the importance of the system is paramount to that of the individual when we get a human level feel that it is the individual that so often is that thing which contributes to the functioning of, of the system and of course that's true but our own egos our own individual being so often for us I don't know if it's because we have such a large ego I think that's why but our own individual being takes precedence us as individuals and we so seldom see the greater good even if we are a vital and intricate part of it and again it makes me wonder about the condition of the world if it was set up in this sort of egoless void system the larger structure is the important thing 
because we can't talk about a Caesar without a Rome. We can't talk about a great individual without the unity of the society from which that person emanates. And so it seems as though it's that larger thing that we all contribute to that is the ultimate goal of the universe. This sort of greater happening. This sort of combined um, mechanism and this mechanism that we all combine our efforts into and it builds the structure and we as individuals are supposed to contribute to it give ourselves to its cause to its calling and that is our goal, our virtue, our reason for being, for existence is to give to these larger currents which exist in the world whether they be that sort of ocean of love we all look to dive into or a system of some sort of environmental betterment to make one small thing greater to make one or seemingly small thing greater or to further the happening of hope or to further some sort of technological advance or societal idea like this bird I don't think of it when we think of birds we look to be a robin or a sparrow it's too dark to really tell the difference but when I think of sparrows as a human being I, I think of the whole race the whole population sparrow nests what it is to be a sparrow 
on the whole. Of course, when I think of human beings, I do think of humanity in a larger context, but I have more individual experience to draw off of. I think of family and friends and people I know. I guess as a medium to that, as a side note to this whole thing, I think of dogs. I think both of dogness, but of the two dogs I've had up to this point in my life and their natures. But each individual sparrow, their job is to contribute to sparrow, to being a sparrow, to sparrowness, or to the evolution of flight, or of the nest building, or some sort of advancement um, or a stasis of perfection because it seems as though everything is evolving towards some more perfect harmony or a betterment of itself but I think that is a false uh, perception I'm not sure that things are evolving towards a betterment per se. I think they're continually adapting and it simply seems to us, to our limited cognition, that things are trying to get better when I think they're merely trying to adapt. There's no better or worse per se, but that's a, a sidebar that needs no further exploring here. But um, this poor sparrow that couldn't fly or wouldn't fly but just sat there broken but it is to be a sparrow to be free to fly away to be degrounded had been taken from this individual and it just sat there breathing heavy frightened and I'm not sure what to do with that I'm not sure how we reconcile with that cope with that, explain that to ourselves. What lies with that sparrow, next to that sparrow, breathing so heavy? What comfort is there? that state of existence those of a heavy metaphysical faith would say that God has a plan and a plight for every being and that this particular sparrow bird's journey glass window in the town of Barrington um, went off
evening. And that it has a higher calling somewhere else in some other life. On the back page or behind the veil of this loose fiber of reality, these loose fibers of reality. But it is still difficult to see the sort of suffering, the sort of helplessness, frightened and alone. Poor little bird, the symbol of freedom in the human mind, that which soars above all else, was grounded and forced to sit on a corner. small midwestern town with humanity all around it out of its element out of the trees waiting for a cat or a less friendly dog to come by and pick it off I'd have to mind this stuff on it but not knowing its condition was I didn't once Lau and I encountered a bird that had been caught in some webbing at Hofstra University there's some mesh to keep a field to keep um, the crossballs from flying into the parking lot and there was this bird sitting in there it looked like it was caught to me. It was wedged perfectly within the web, within the interlockings of the overlap there. And I uh, pounded on one of the doors of a building nearby because I saw a maintenance guy in there. And he came out and we, we cut the, the mesh open and took the bird out. Forget what happened to it immediately. If it flew off or stayed on the ground, or I remember feeling walking away, feeling good. And then Lau and I doubled back and came around to that very spot a little while later, and there it was back <laughs> in the net, just lying there peacefully. Um, so obviously I wanted to be there but I didn't get the quite same impression about this bird I hope I'm wrong and even if I am though there is a bird somewhere that is unable to fly there is some sort of being there are how many millions
billions of individual beings billions, trillions even of individual beings that have been taken out of their elements that have been de-sparrowed dehumanized de decentralized from their character from their nature from their being from what it is to be that thing castrated from their nature and left to fend a different fend off an entirely different way in which way of life in which they're not accustomed to so again there's something that maybe we can learn from all this because of course with one sparrow's death so it does not mean the end of population but I also feel like we have to emphasize the individual particular singular being and not necessarily always look at the larger picture because there is within the single sparrow the entire possibility of a sparrow population what it is to be a sparrow sparrow nest but the the nest the the tree nest the sparrow nest human nest seems too platonic too formed too to Plato's form, cave, platonic, too, too much of an image without um, as much emphasis on the actual being of a particular thing, and I think it's the actual being of individual particular things that, of course, without the imperfect manifestation of the platonic form which exists here in the real those imperfect manifestations that is if you exist here in the real there would be no no form of it for us to conceptualize and indeed the form is merely a concept and nothing more however sort of non-objective way I I wonder again if the individuals or the groups themselves don't contribute to something larger if 
they don't. If they aren't here to fulfill some sort of divine playbill that has this sort of holy cast of roles which must be expressed and emphasized. some predetermined nature or idea of what love is in the mind of God or some larger being, some larger makeup, a composite greater than something that what we are able to grasp with we don't play into it or or make up the casting as we go it is not so much that I am in times of anger a man who is angry but more so that I channel anger itself that I become anger that I let it flow through me as though I am a mere vehicle for anger which existed before me and will certainly exist after I am gone I wonder if we are not all vestiges open hollow casings which these sort of emotions or sort of these happenings vent themselves through and we are the mundane players on a cosmic stage performing the lines roles and passions of that larger playwright of, hap- of the happening of, of God or that larger cosmic playwright which simply empties itself canonically into us and we in a double movement in a double canonic movement empty ourselves back into it as if the interplay is a mere exchange uh, 
touch and throw between the simple, the, the manifest, and the eternal. such a silly human thing to want but I continually want to name this eternal thing this the Tao the way that which is and just so I can get my own personal grasp my own metaphysical hands or mind around it and hold it close and in that way it will somehow become more mine and maybe in that want there is a a microcosm for something larger maybe there is this power this force this happening this Tao that is around us that is everything and everything is its individual manifest and expression and we through living our own very personal lives attempt to capture it capture and release all of its expressions all of its happenings all of its experiences to grab for ourselves hold it close make it personal and then release it again after we've sort of tamed it and expunged it purged it through our own self after we've distilled and It or, or, or give it some sort of toxicity but even in our own personal run through our own, through, our own personal run our own run through our own personal mill or
they are. The underwhelming minority. Where they fit in. And the unbroken chain. And that perpetual wheel which spins perfectly spoked and crafted and of course it is the individuals that collaborate in that craft to make the harmonious turning of such a wheel but there are those which perish off before or during the cycle of its turning and it's almost not as difficult to stomach
that it is okay to be alone. Where is the way that comforting infinite ocean which along which all the rest of being interacts where is that track which steadies us on our course when we have not vacated the course so much as the course has vacated us for surely this bird had no intention of a broken wing and without its wing it is just a heavily breathing being clinging to those breaths as best it can and as a fellow being locked up in this life along with it There is nothing I can do to help it. To say that I suppose in the air and audacity of total freedom I could take it with me and put it in my car and hope the dog doesn't on me and but there are that's not a real option it's best safest bet is to let it be hope that it is not as injured as I'm thinking it is hope that it gets some help tomorrow from some humanitarian or animal surely it will should it survive the night or it will be mercifully put away put down taken out but look at me trying to justify because when we're up against these sort of hopeless endeavors the only thing we have to do the only thing we are able is to try and justify it in our own minds in a conceptual framework that does not allow itself coincidence with the chords of the heart 
And I think it is the resonance of those chords which are the most important intonations of life. And that those intonations that once we set our being into unison with with them we are carried away by it by its harmony by its symphony by its sounds by its beauty by its ease by its strength by its gentleness in tone of the universe in tune with itself in tune with everything else but also in tuned here from this life this life itself is a tomb to that back world that we will all someday encounter by that other mysteriousness by that deeper presence of things and it is that deeper presence of things in which we attempt in our every movement to encounter
if we practice our skill and cultivate ourselves, align ourselves with a, a particular mode. Take, for example, uh, perfecting ourselves in a sport. If I hit, if I hit a golf ball a certain way, if I hit a baseball, if I'm playing on a team and hit a baseball a certain way, goes out of the park. It's a home run. My team wins the game. It's not the act of the ball being hit by the bat that I swung and leaving the yard. That happens a thousand times a year in batting practice. It's the situation around it. It is that it happened in a game. It happened through and with the efforts, the culminating efforts of my teammates. And that such, uh, such an action took place amidst all the practice that came before it and that aspired and finally attainable yet aspired glory which lies beyond hitting the home run that's what we're really after after all that happening that makes us makes that thing larger than itself it's something more than just a home run it's
special and important for those who observe it. Thank you.